0: Hello, I'm Philip.
1: And I'm Phoebe.
0: Welcome to Dad.
1: And daughter, do death.
0: Hi Phoebe.
1: Hello, Dad. How are you? I'm good.
0: Good. How are you feeling?
1: I'm okay. I'm on the mend. <laughs> I um yeah, that's ended been a bit up rough. having oh it's been a rough couple of weeks. I um hope to never have to experience that ever again with uh, my <laughs> tooth issue to be honest i ended up having to have my tooth taken out and it was massive and <laughs> then i ended up with a dry socket um which was quite painful as well so yeah. it's been a um a rough few weeks but i think we're um i've turned a corner i'm no longer good. taking painkillers every two
0: hours so i think that i'm uh i'm on the mend <laughs> good good yeah it can be absolutely horrendous tooth pain
1: I have literally never known pain like it. And like, I've had two pretty much unmedicated childbirths and I'd do that again over having that, the tooth pain. I've literally never known pain like it.
0: You're saying childbirth isn't all that painful after all then?
1: It was not as painful as the tooth issue that I had going on at one point. The day that I was literally calling up the dentist in like floods of tears, just like begging them to take it out of my face it i it the only thing I can explain that it felt like was like contractions in my face. It was absolutely unrelenting, and it was just like the the way the pain was like swelling and then going mm-hmm, away again and mm-hmm. then swelling like but literally every sort of like thirty seconds it was literally like that last bit of labor and it and it wasn't ending. I could do nothing know, to yeah. get on top of it. It was it, oh, is it was hideous
0: horrendous, so uh well, I'm glad that's that was over yes.
1: Me too. Me too.
0: (laughs) Any true crime news this week, Phoebe?
1: There's been a fair bit, I think, that's happened, but I guess the... The one thing that we talked about a few weeks ago was about the Polish girl who claimed to be Madeleine McCann and they've oh, had yeah. the results of her DNA test and she is not Madeline McCann. Okay. Um, I think I'm sure pro- we would have, we would have heard yeah. about it. If she was. I'm pretty confident that if it was Madeleine McCann who'd been yeah. found, we'd have, yeah, we'd have probably heard more than that. But, oh, you know, well, she, hmm. she was not Madeline McCann. So, um, still no answers there.
0: The gunman that killed Olivia Pratt called bell has been sentenced yep. in his absence because he didn't want to be there to face that.
1: I feel they uh, definitely should have made him go. Definitely. I don't I don't understand how he can opt out of that.
0: Not me either. There was the other guy last year as well, wasn't there, who didn't mm. want it, or early this year, whenever it was, he also didn't want to be there for the sentencing. And yeah. therefore, the family of the victim don't get that. Yeah. Final bit of closure or to, yep. for them to hear their impact, impact statements, statements and things. So, um, yeah, definitely something needs to be done about that. Anyway, yep. he's got 42 years, so he's going to be well into his 70s. Yeah, it's quite a long time, isn't it? For parole? Yes, yeah.
1: good riddance, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yes, unfortunately, he's probably not the only one out there. No. Yeah, I mean, I know it was, he didn't intend to kill her, but he intended no. to kill somebody. somebody. Yeah. So he was uh
1: still running round shooting into a house. Yeah. But he had no idea what was on the inside of it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. that's quite a dangerous thing to do, isn't it? So
0: on a similar theme to shooting someone behind a door without knowing what was there, I see Oscar Pistorius was denied parole this week.
1: Yes, he was. That's an interesting case, isn't it? Because he definitely killed her. There's no, he definitely there's no two killed ways about her, that.
0: But did he mean to he, did he mean he def- to kill her? Did he mean to kill her or did he mean to kill yeah. somebody else because you don't yeah. shoot?
1: No. He meant to kill someone. whoever was behind that door, but did yeah. he know that it was her and after he was a to kill her? Or after, yeah. yeah. Or was he trying to kill the intruder?
0: We'll probably Tricky. never know.
1: No. <laughs> Only he knows. Only he knows. Yep. Tonight, I'm going to tell you about the really quite recent murders of Bieber Henry and Nicole Smallman. Okay. So obviously, this case had a huge amount of attention because of the links to the kind of the police mishandling and the police misconduct around it. But I heard this on a Generation Y podcast, and I had absolutely no idea about the ins and outs of their actual murders and what happened to them, because all of the coverage was about, I felt, I I thought, was all about the kind of police mishandling of it. And when I heard it, I thought it was a really interesting story that deserves to be shared so okay. tonight i'm going to tell you about what happened to them For a couple of police officers made some mistakes around how they um dealt with it and i don't really want to dwell on that because i think that takes away from sort of the important mm-hmm. part of the story so bieber henry was 46 and she lived in wembley North West london and she was a social worker at buckinghamshire council and she was described by her family as being a passionate advocate for safeguarding vulnerable children and families she was also a mother. Nicole Smallman was her sister. She was 19 years younger than Bieber, and she lived in Harrow, north-west London, and she worked as a freelance photographer. They were the daughters of Mina Smallman, who has obviously been very on cool. the telly a lot and yeah. very vocal since the death of her daughters. And she was the Church of England's first female archdeacon from a black and minority ethnic background.
0: Okay, right. Which I
1: thought was interesting. So she was she's a, a powerhouse in her own right before even this everything happened. that uh, yeah. this has happened. So on the 5th of June 2020, Bieber, Nicole and a group of eight of their friends gathered at Fryant Country Park in Wembley to celebrate Bieber's birthday. So obviously at this point, we were still in COVID lockdowns and restrictions. We pretty restrictions. much have just
0: started lockdowns yeah. <laughs> in, in June yeah. 2020, yeah.
1: So but I think at this point, you could meet outdoors, couldn't you, and you could go and sit with people in parks.
0: Groups of six of or six, something? Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> things, <laughs> the rules changed so many times, but I, I remember there were groups group of, of six outdoors yeah. at some point. I think probably. this was
1: a group of six outdoors, but you know, we'll ignore that bit because, okay, um, spoiler, it wasn't COVID that killed them. And... They obviously, I've put in here brackets, technically against the rules, question mark. <laughs> but this was a point where people were meeting outdoors for picnics, weren't they? I mean, not to get too political, but uh, the government were having cheese and wine parties, weren't they, in the office? So <laughs> I don't think that <laughs> eight people outside need to worry too much about breaking the rules, but anyway. So they spend the evening listening to music, dancing, lighting fairy lights, taking loads of photos and just having a lovely time all together to celebrate Bieber's 46th birthday. One by one, the friends all left, leaving just Bieber and her sister there into the early hours of the morning, which wasn't unusual. They spent time together quite a lot outside in parks and, you know, just having a nice time together. The next morning, their family realized that they'd not returned home and they were understandably concerned as that wasn't like them. They might stay out late, but they always came home. So Adam Stone, who was Nicole's boyfriend, knew something was wrong when neither of them could be contacted on the Saturday. Uh And then he spoke to Nicole's flatmate and she said she'd not come home. And then he couldn't trace her on that kind of find my friends app on her phone. And he saw that her bank account hadn't been accessed either. So she'd not got on the tube. She'd not done anything. And he knew that this meant that there was something wrong.
0: Right.
1: He went round to Bieber's house to see if he could get hold of her. And there was no answer there either. So he was really panicked. He'd telephoned only one that he thought could kind of shed any light on the disappearance. He spoke to the friends who were there with them the night before He spoke to the police, nothing, nobody'd heard anything. They'd just seemingly vanished. So Adam reported it formally to the police, but the police said that they'd not been missing for long enough, so they refused to take the disappearance seriously or to deploy any support because it kind of been less than 12 hours at this point. Adam and his parents the next day then took it into their own hands to go down to the park and started searching through the undergrowth to see if they could find anything that might point to where the sisters were. And there they found a pair of Nicole's sunglasses. Okay. They rang the police and they said, oh, just bring them down to the nearest police station. And he said, well, I'm not going to do that. I'll leave them where I found them (laughs) (laughs) because it could be evidence." As they continued to search, they found Bieber's sunglasses. And then shortly after, Adam's dad found a knife. Adam then rang Bieber and Nicole's mom, Mina, to tell them that he'd found a knife. And whilst he was on the phone to her telling her about this knife he discovered the bodies of the sisters oh my god the two sisters had been repeatedly stabbed and they'd been lying behind a line of trees in the country park since the very early hours of saturday um, and this was now a couple of days later and the police nobody else had reported them missing later it came out that some dog walkers had seen them and they just assumed they were homeless people who were sleeping there so no one had gone near them and their their bodies had just been there for, for two days and no one had noticed them. Oh, wow. It was seemingly a random attack. And as the police pieced together the events that led to their death, it was confirmed that their death was just that. When police took their bodies away to perform the post examinations, they discovered that there was DNA from blood on the sisters that didn't belong to the sisters. Okay. So they took this blood and they tested it. And they were able to find a, a familial DNA link to a Mr. Hussein who'd had a past caution. So the DNA analysis mm-hmm. showed that the perpetrator or the, the, per- the person who had whose blood was on the sisters, who was their lead suspect, had to be a direct descendant of Mr. Hussein. Okay. So they raided the family's home.
0: The Hussein family. They,
1: they raided the Hussein family home, yep. And there they found 19-year-old Daniel Hussein, who then became their main suspect. Right. So when Daniel was 15 in October 2017, he'd actually been referred to a de-radicalisation scheme, um, Prevent, because of content that he'd been accessing on school computers, (laughs) including far-right material. He also had a long-standing interest in mythology, Satanism and the occult. According to their neighbours, his dad had 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 real concerns about him falling in with the wrong crowd. And Daniel had spent a lot of time viewing videos by a Utah-based Matthew Lawrence, also known as E.A. Coating, who was a jailed member of the Satanist Order of Nine Angels. His videos had subsequently been removed from social media because they were inciting violence. So Daniel was Active on a satanic forum that was led by Lawrence or had been set up by him, alleging that he was a psychic vampire and he'd been asking for advice on demonic pacts. Daniel was active on the forum for two years and last logged in hours before he was arrested. So, this was something that he had spent a lot of time in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He had been advised by Lawrence that pacts should be entered to Lucifuge, who is a demon and they should be signed in blood, bought to Lucifuge with only a candlelight and organised for wealth. So...
0: So sort of devil worship.
1: Basically. Yeah. So he followed these instructions. Yeah. When the police raided his bedroom, they found a handwritten contract, which was signed in his own blood, in which he'd made a pact with Lucifuge Rufa Karl to murder six women every six months in return for financial reward, including winning the Mega Million Super Jackpot. The police also found three lottery tickets inside this letter and they discovered that over the 10 days following the murders of Nicole and Bieber, he'd spent more than £160 on lottery tickets and bets, (laughs) all without success. In another note found in his room, he'd offered blood to the demon queen Byleth in exchange for making a girl in his school fall in love with him and they found handwritten demon symbols on his dressing table and there's a picture of these these notes and these symbols on this like kind of glass dressing table with like a can of links next to it it's like really bizarre <laughs> i would see it it's this 19 year old guy wow so it seems that he simply chose nicole and bieber because they were alone and vulnerable and they were easy targets for him to be able to write this pact to lucifuge so that he could win millions of pounds basically
0: Wow, that was the motive.
1: That was the motive. To
0: sacrifice women every six months, so one a month, basically.
1: Basically, yeah, to make a pact with the demon. He was arrested and charged with two counts of murder. He told police he had Asperger's syndrome and memory problems and refused to answer any questions, although after analysis police didn't um, find anything to prove that was correct. He pleaded not guilty at the Old Bailey on the 11th of March 2021 and his trial began in June 2021. The prosecutor told the jury, given the weight of the evidence against him, only someone who actually believes an agreement with the devil will work could refuse to accept any aspect of the case against him. It's hard to imagine that anyone could do to another human being what he has done to Bieber and Nicole, but to have planned it, to have prepared for it, and to perform it with such ruthless selfishness is truly terrifying. He did not care what he had to go to to get to what he wanted. And these two women were nothing more than a means to a very disturbing end. He was convicted of both murders on the 6th of July, and he was sentenced in October that year to life imprisonment with a minimum term of 35 years. And the the judge who sentenced him said, you committed these vicious acts, you did it to kill, you did it for money and a misguided pursuit of power. This is a calculated and deliberate course of conduct, planned and carried out with precision bizarre though the pact with the devil may appear to others this was your belief system and your own commitment to the murder of innocent women yeah so yeah <laughs> he was uh he's in prison he will be in prison for a very long time but obviously the story was featured really heavily in the news for the because of the police mishandling and the misconduct yeah. afterwards and their mom mina continues to campaign to make uk street safer and to try and reform the police obviously the meta under a lot of scrutiny now still now after everything that happened in 2020 early 2021 but the fact that this teenager killed these yeah. two you know seemingly lovely women who had did nothing wrong
0: sure yeah um, purely no connection with them at all no was connection no with them
1: purely a random attack
0: motive. yeah
1: to try and get some money basically please devil. His, please yeah these lucifuge just seems so senseless and just absolutely insane that in 2020 someone was still murdering somebody murdering two people to try and yeah build a pact with the devil
0: it does seem very delusional doesn't
1: it yeah
0: yes wow So that okay. is the
1: story of Beebe henry and yeah woman, i, I which didn't I f- know
0: those details about the reasons why
1: no, neither did I until I heard it on generation. But the fact, that
0: the, fact that the boyfriend found them is, um, yeah, and the police hadn't done anything to look. No,
1: because they said it hadn't been long enough, basically. But that, that was two
0: two days by then, was it? It was but,
1: nearly 36 hours, yeah. So it was that day and a bit.
0: Oh, dear. Tragic story.
1: Yeah, very tragic story. But I, I think the way that... Um, Mina Smallman talks about it is that hopefully it will help to bring well, help to make things better for other families by sharing their story and what happened to them and how they were treated, so that hopefully other families don't have to go through what they went through because undeniably the way that the police dealt with it before they were found and then after they were found had a huge impact on how their family dealt with it because obviously horrific that your children were murdered but then seeing the kind of disrespect that they faced yeah afterwards is was was, is a huge issue as well so hopefully by her being brave enough to to campaign and to to talk about what happened to them it will mean that less things like that happen to other families in the future
0: wow so daniel hussein was he sort of like a member of a cult or he was following this cult from afar um, i don't know
1: if it was, was so much a cult. i think it was just more people who shared these sort of like satanic beliefs and
0: he's not alone then is he in in that you
1: well know, it's but clearly a that, leader and there's clearly a forum of people that, that make it a thing.
0: cult even though they're not actually in the same place
1: so a religion depends on a mass following and they want a lot of people to follow them. Cults rely on a sort of secret or special knowledge, which is revealed only to initiates by the cult's right. founder or his or her chosen representative. So it's much more secretive, it's right. much more closely guarded.
0: Whatever it was he was part of, it wasn't the only one. Yeah. Wherever so these it's... people are, whether they're just sitting in front of computers in their bedrooms, like he probably was, doing all this yeah. stuff. So they could well be others out there they've got the same belief system yeah. <laughs> that if they kill people then it will please the devil and the devil will reward them with winning lotteries and things
1: yeah yeah uh, it's following he really was it? the and... only
0: one that ever did that but um
1: well this guy obviously went to prison for his beliefs and what he was saying and what he was telling people the author sells books and courses online claiming to be able to teach others how to harness black magic and become a living God. And they said that there's, there was a direct link to his writings and their deaths.
0: Interesting story.
1: Yeah. There aren't I anyone out
0: there that, uh, that will follow in that same principle.
1: You just don't know, do you? No. It was quite an intense belief system. Yeah, it was. That caused him to do... Yeah, a horrific thing for money, essentially for money.
0: Yeah, so was greed. Yeah, but it's so it's so indirect, isn't it? It's not like he killed them to steal the money off them. It was no. steal yeah. money to please the devil because I can't yeah. think of any other way of putting it. Who would reward him by winning the lottery? Wow, that's pretty sad, really, isn't it? That that's the yeah. reason those two sisters lost their lives. Uh, their family lost two members of the family. Well, thank you for explaining that story. Yes, there was the obvious publicity about the misdemeanours of the police surrounding that. But I think, as you say, the actual story behind the sisters got lost. Yeah, completely. Um,
1: I think I didn't know anything about it. No, so it's
0: um, really interesting.
1: There are some pictures, some pictures of the sisters. There's what is thought to be the last photo that they'd taken together, which it was like a load of like, lights in the dark, which looks really cool. And I, I don't, ha- I don't, I'm not seen a copy of it, but um, I was reading one article and it was saying that the photo I think is the last photo of them, it was taken at about quarter past one in the morning. Okay. And apparently they're both like looking like in the same direction, like looking a bit concerned, so they're not sure if that was literally like taken just before they were killed. But there's some photos of the sisters and there's some photos of their blood pact that Daniel wrote to Lucifuge's dressing table okay. with his links on it. So yeah, there are okay. there are some photos to share, which I will share on our social media pages. I will share them on Instagram
0: at Dad and Daughter Do Death.
1: I will share them on Facebook.
0: Dad and Daughter Do Death.
1: And if you wanted to get in touch to talk to us about this case or any others, please do get in touch with us on social media or by emailing us.
0: Dad and all to do death at gmail.com. we good to hear from you.
1: Thank you very much for listening.
0: Yes, thank you. You found
1: this interesting.
0: I did find it very interesting indeed, Phoebe. Yes, I so thank you.
1: You're welcome. If... It was it was worth the wait of me not doing a case for
0: weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're feeling better now. I can open well. my mouth
1: this week. So. <laughs> That's good, and you're not
0: you're not doped up on painkillers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was paracetamol (laughs) and ibuprofen. I can't take anything stronger.
0: (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad you're on the mend. So, join us next time, and once again, Dad
1: and daughter do death.